guys, Rich here, back with another episode of the Strong and Lean podcast. Lots of tidbits for you today to take away in action. So without further ado, let's get into it. Right, let's do this thing. Yeah, so BMI. Over recent times, it's had a lot of hate. And is it justified? Personally, for me, it's not justified. Now, for those that don't know, BMI, you take your height and your weight, and it weighs up against a category. So on the category, you can be underweight, normal weight, overweight, or obese. Now, the BMI categorization has got a lot of hate, especially from those that, you know, would complain that they're overweight because of how much muscles they've got on their body. And this is a typical thing with the the kind of the gym goer. You know, the people that are already in the gym that are training, they're annoyed because because they've been training and they perceive themselves as fit, that actually the BMI is wrong because, you know, who are they to say what I am because I've been training. I'm the one that's doing the exercise. And the problem with looking at the BMI, especially from someone that's been going to the gym for a while that's, you know, built a lot of muscle up, is that it's for the wrong population. The BMI category is a really, really quick and easy tool to establish if someone is healthy or unhealthy from like a newbie perspective, like a very, it's a very, very quick um, metric to, to gauge that. So, you know, someone that's detrained or untrained, put the numbers in, da, 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 da. okay, so you're, you know, 29, 30 on the, on the BMI scale. That's a really good indication that you probably need to do something with your weight because at the moment, your current weight is probably causing you some, you know, health issues and your blood, your heart's having to pump harder. There's a lot more cells to get the blood to. And so it would be really beneficial for you to drop some weight, you know, perhaps drop into the normal weight category on the BMI scale. So is it, you know, is it a redundant metric to gauge how healthy you are? No, it just depends on, you know, the, the, the population that you're using. And really it's for the general population, right? You know, if I've got Anthony Joshua in front of me or, you know, Jessica Ennis or whoever, and, you know, they're coming in at an overweight level. I know that they've been training for a long, long time. They're not general population and their health's probably in a really good shape, right? So I don't need to use that metric in order to gauge how they are. You know, you would do like performance tests, you would do like DEXA, all that kind of thing. And you would have that for that population. Whereas the BMI, such a simple tool, immediately gives you this feedback that tells you, oh yeah, okay it's very, very good idea for us to now work to work towards X weight because that's going to be a lot more healthier. It's going to put a lot less stress on your heart, on your vital organs and, you know, all the stuff inside that that needs to be looked after. But I hear it a lot and I'm trying to just dispel the the assumption that the BMI is a, a redundant metric for gauging health when it's absolutely not. It's a really, really good tool, but mostly it comes from those that have been in the gym a long time and They've almost got their, their nose up at other people because they're like, oh, look at me. I've got this muscle and I'm overweight. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's no, it's not that at all. <laughs> you're just being very egotistical and you're, you know, showing, showing your elitism that you're, you know, well-trained. It's nothing to do with that. So let it go. Gem pop. Keep using the BMI, especially the women. So hopefully that's given you a lot of value to go away in action today. If you want to reach out, feel free to send us a message. I am Richard Angel on Facebook. Otherwise, head over to www.strongandleanacademy.com. Peace.